Hello and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer and I'm here once again with Kathy Loudenberg. We are so thrilled that you joined us today. The Word of God tells us in Proverbs 16, 9, that the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. I have lots of plans in my life, Kathy. I have lots of things that I would like to accomplish and do. I even have deadlines and things that I'm expected to do. There was a time I know that when you were a missionary over in Czechoslovakia, it was still Czechoslovakia yeah, at the time, that you had been given a task. You were going to be doing a teaching or a presentation mm-hmm. for a group, and you were just determined you were gonna you were gonna do it right. Yep. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. I was like a dog on a bone, sir. <laughs> well, I've been invited to speak at a church in Prague, and Prague is an amazing city. I can see why they say it's the best city in the world. It was a big deal. It was for a huge church, and so I lived in Bruno, which is about a three-hour train ride from there. So, and there was this path. I loved their forest, and it wandered through there. And I would often walk from where I lived to the school where I taught. So I was familiar with that walk, maybe a maybe a thirty-minute walk. Hmm. So I took it every day. On this particular day, I was going to write a message to deliver in Prague. So I took my backpack with all my concordances and my books and my Bible and my, I had a load that I probably shouldn't do because I have a bad back, but I had it because I was going to go work for the Lord. Um, you, you've never done that, right? No, no. no you I'm just, just hang out with him and you don't. Yeah. I'm just nodding in a, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm focused, man. I'm going to bang out this message. So. I found my favorite bench. I have a favorite bench there. And I was always always a little upset if somebody else was sitting on my favorite bench. This is pathetic, but it's true. So <laughs> there it is. So man, I spread out all my stuff and I'm ready to go. And I'm I'm my heart's full of stuff to talk about. And five, ten minutes goes by and I haven't written it. I haven't written a word. Hmm. It's like I'm just kind of kind of blank. And I'm so I get more determined. Because, you know, I've got I, I, I got to do this, and I wanted to do it. I really did. So I started again, and I started reading through nothing, nothing, no message, no idea, nothing. And I was getting frustrated. And then I finally started writing down a couple of scriptures that I thought I wanted to talk about, and a little of this, a little of that. And then the Lord spoke to me right out loud on that bench. We were in a beautiful place, and I'm ready to go, and I'm, on task and he I heard this voice say not externally but rose up in my spirit just clears bell come walk barefoot with me to which I replied Lord you know that I've been this is true you know I've been in corrective shoes since I was born <laughs> you know my feet hurt you know I've had three hurt foot surgeries you know I'm giving him all this information like he doesn't know this information hello and and you know I can't walk barefoot. So having having told him, yeah, reminding him because he had clearly not of what he shouldn't ask me to do. You know <laughs> what I can't do. I go back to work to write this message. Right? I I go I get back. So the next time, the pause was way different. It was come, walk barefoot with me. So then the second time, I it gave me pause. It it gave me great pause and it did make me think of first samuel 3 
the Lord called him three times, and each time he would run to Eli, thinking that the Eli was calling him. Hmm. Little Samuel. Little Samuel. Little boy. Just a youngster. But oh, how God used that man. And I thought of him, and Eli told him to go back and listen to the Lord. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Hmm. So that came to mind, but I still wasn't going to walk barefoot. So the third time, it was come walk barefoot with me. That was the emphasis. And that took me captive. So I left everything on the bench, took my shoes and socks off. I, I have really, really, really tan legs at the time. And these are pure white feet because I never, <laughs> ever go without shoes. So I thought, look, I had to laugh right out loud. But I started down. I didn't take the regular path. Off that path was another path that went deeper into the forest. It's like he was unwrapping the little child that was hidden in me for years. Mm. There was a lot of abuse growing up. And then I lost my brother when I was 10. And I lost how to play, I, I, especially after Eddie's death. And there wasn't too much lightheartedness. Life, our, our lives were hard when Dad drank. So it was almost like he was unwrapping Kathy I didn't know. Because I'd start walking down this path on this moss, and I swear to you, it felt like these tiny little darts of energy coming into my feet. Hmm. Just delightful, just, and then I started skipping and then I did little twirls and then I, like hopscotch. I mean, I, even as I'm telling this, I wasn't prepared to tell this today. I'm kind of breathless because this isn't me. Mm. And I was so focused on, I was there to be a missionary. I was there to be a missionary. I was there to help change lives. and people's hearts after 50 years of communism and i was there to teach i was there to do sober stuff and and this church in prague is a was the only really well-known not catholic church they're 93 percent catholic it was a charismatic charismatic church fledgling church and new believers and so i did that for a while and i i i just played in the played in the moss and then got into some mud puddles, which I didn't like at all because now my feet were dirty. I mean, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Well, one of the craziest things. <laughs> You've read the whole book. So I've read the whole can book. Can I say this is, this is one of the craziest things? This is things. one of at least 30 crazy things. That's yeah. <laughs> so I get in this mud puddle, which I've never done as a little kid. I've never had my shoes off. Mm. Poor mom. I would go to sleep with my, I had saddle shoes. I don't know if you're young old enough to remember saddle shoes mm -hmm. and they had metal arches in them mm -hmm. and i would have worn them to bed my feet were so painful my sister margie two years younger mom couldn't get her to wear she <laughs> ever so she got a needle in her foot she got she, she had she was stubbed her toes because she's she's almost blind she had rp so her toes were always bleeding blood so poor mom she had both extremes so i put my foot in these mud puddles and pretty soon it's like i went from being in my 40s to a little kid. Mm. The mud squishing up between my toes. I'd never felt that. The delight of just, I, I, I cannot, I don't have words to tell you how sweet, how sweet this story is. 
So as we went and we got further and deeper into these woods, all the moss on the rocks, colors I'd never seen, all kinds of lichen, all kinds of plants and growth. Because I live in Colorado. We don't have humidity here. I, 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 it was it was like this brand new world and it was full of life. It was full of God's creation and God's life and and the trees were just saturated with moss on, on one side and, and, and it got darker, it got denser. And I was breathless as to the beauty and the colors. And I would, there was this little tiny stream, I could hear trickling, but I couldn't see it. Didn't know where it was, but I'd see it occasionally trickle in between these two rocks and then disappear and then trickle between. It was like the, it's, I know, it's like the Lord was sending a little girl on a treasure hunt. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Did your parents, when we had when we had Easter eggs and they'd hide them and we'd go on these little treasure hunts, I don't know. We used to do that all the time as little kids. It was like he was saying, I've got treasures for you. Come play with me. Mm. I think sometimes we really misunderstand God. He's not this tyrant. He's a father. He's Papa. He's, he's one that wants us to come sit in his, sit in his lap. Yes, he's God and he's all powerful, but he also loves his kids. Mm -hmm. He also loves his kids. So I was becoming overwhelmed with this sense of um, his presence and his beauty. And I totally forgot why, why I was even there. I don't know how long I did that before I recognized coming through shafts of light were coming through where they had chance. And they weren't rainbow colors. They were thousands of colors. Do you remember the kaleidoscope? Mm -hmm. It was better than that by a thousand times. Mm. I have no words to tell you. There's so much more, Sarah, that God wants to have with us than performance. It's relationship. It's a love affair. It's why I love the little song of Solomon. It's, 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 it's his bride. It's the groom and the bride. It's the, it's the one who died for us saying, I'm madly in love with you. Come be madly in love with me. Mm -hmm. It's a love affair. It's not just about salvation. It's way beyond that. And I don't think we get a lot of that in our busyness and in, in America. And in, oh, how he wants to know us and how he wants us to play with him and sit on his lap and Jesus said, suffer the little children to come to me. He wanted them in their lap, in his lap, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know how long I just watched these colors, colors I've never, 15 shades of orange and purples and greens. And it was a, a kaleidoscope on steroids. It was beautiful. It was breathtaking. It was his creative genius. Let me see more and more of his creative genius out of his heart. Mm. And um, no wonder when we get to heaven, if you read the definition, the colors in heaven and the pearls and the, the gold floors and the colors there. I mean, I was getting a taste of that. And finally, I caught the little stream and I got down deep in the woods. I sat down on a little path there to really talk with him. And it made me think of the verse in Luke 9, even though rocks will cry out if we don't praise him. Even the rocks will cry out. As Catholics, we took communion every Sunday. As Protestants, we do it once a, in my church, we do it once a month. 
God's heart is that we commune with him every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. We talked about Johnny because she's a quadriplegic. She had four hours at night just to commune. And we talked about how she knew her prayers were changing the world. Communion is intimacy. It's it's that knowing him that we talked about. It's that oh I can't I can't describe it, but there was a communion down there. Even the rocks will cry out. And I, I was just uh, mesmerized might be the word. So I'm going to read this from the book. The Son, Jesus, S-O-N, capital S, the Son, with me, in me, together and complete, one. That's God's heart for us as his kids. We need to pursue that. We need to taste that. I settled on a stump of wood, listening with my entire being, opening myself entirely to my Lord. Come to me when you are thirsty and drink. Rivers of living water will flow from your heart. I am the living water. I will flow through you. You will never thirst again. Let me be your all in all. Surrendered, abandoned, available, effortlessly walking barefoot with my Lord, the lover of my soul. And I slid to my knees in prayer. This is the sweetest time of my life. There's been lots, lots of really sweet times, Sarah, as you know. Mm -hmm. There's been lots of sweet times. And I did share a message that Sunday. I, I did. I did speak in Prague to a church of people who needed to hear truth. And all I talked to them about was what does it look to walk barefoot with your Lord? His invitation calls us all. It beckons us all. That's what we talked. So there was a message, but it wasn't doing. It was from God's heart. (laughs) Kathy, I loved reading that story because you have an amazing way of sharing these divine supernatural experiences in ways that we can enter into them with you with the colors and the sensations and all of that that you described and what i just kept hearing in my own heart as you were speaking is that this is why we've been talking about trials we've been talking about trials because there's so much more he wants to show us it's that love relationship yeah. that passionate relationship i think that you alluded to isaiah 55 it came to mind anyway come everyone who thirsts come to the waters and he who has no money come buy and eat come buy wine and milk without money and without price why do you spend your money for that which is not bread mm-hmm. and your labor for that which does not satisfy Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant for you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. 
The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Wow, that's it. That nails it. That's it. His creation down there was the everything you just read. It was things I've never seen since. I will probably never see again. Just the magnitude of his creation and his creative ability and his beauty and his, we know in part, mm -hmm. just in part. But as we carve out time, if it has to be through a trial, that's okay. He might have to carve out time through a trial. But as we carve out time, the more time we have, the more barefoot time we have with him like this. We'll see those things. We'll hear those right. things. Well, there's so much more to apprehend. We talked about that word, not comprehend, but apprehend. He's in love with us. How much in love are we with him? Mm -hmm. Or is it more our new car or our new house or our new this or our new that or our bigger this or our bigger that? What does my heart beat for the loudest? I have to say, I haven't had this experience since I've been home mm -hmm. because this was yeah. richer beyond words, Sarah. But it does make me think of first Kings 19, the prophet Elijah, he's in a crisis. He's running for his life. God tells him to go stand on the mountain before him. Then the Lord passes by. There's a tornadic wind. There's an earthquake and a fire, but God isn't in any of those. Then Elijah hears a still small voice like a gentle whisper hmm. come walk barefoot with me i usually say listeners but i really just want to talk to you that that one you that's on the other side of this that is listening that is hearing that is thinking that's great for her that was in czechoslovakia I'm in this place and you have no idea what I'm facing right now. And it's true. I don't have any idea what you're facing, but I know the one who does. God knows, just like God knew Kathy's feet hurt and that she never went barefoot. He was well aware of all of the reasons why she should say no to running barefoot with him. And yet if God is calling you to do the impossible, just go for it. Just do what he's asking. Maybe he's asking you to talk to someone that is impossible to talk to. Maybe he's asking you to just reach out in a way that is so uncomfortable, it makes you sick to think about it. And I just encourage you, don't waste a moment be like Abraham, who when God called him to do hard things, got up the very next morning and did them. Yeah. Get up the very next morning and do them. And I take that challenge on for myself as well. So you and I and Kathy, all who are listening, Lord, I pray for us. I ask that you would come now and strengthen us and encourage us and help us. And you know exactly what encouragement we each need. I pray that this is part of it, but Lord, I know that whatever this listener needs, 
you will provide. Yes. I trust it in your holy name and to your glory, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please feel free to reach out to us. You do not need to walk it alone. You can contact us anytime at Sarah at the teeth of grace.com. S-A-R-A at the teeth of grace.com. And Kathy, you can just email her directly at K-A-T-H-Y at the teeth of grace.com. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless you.